Lights. Camera. One, two, Freddy's coming for you. Three, four, Jason's at the door. Five, six, Reagan's here, get your crucifix. Seven, eight, Michael's got away. Nine, ten, Chucky's never gonna let you sleep again. Cause we're at Cinemagic Podcast and we're fighting all the slashers. So you know what that means? Roll that intro. Wait, no, it should be Halloween creepy roll. Like This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Oh, don't, don't get me started. No, you know what? Cut the intro. I'm done. No, I'm going to start off this episode now. Nightmare and I'm, uh, not Nightmare, A Nightmare Before Christmas is a Christmas movie. It is not a Halloween movie. Uh, yeah, yep. This is not one we're going to be talking about today. Hey, uh, I'm not even starting this. Hey, wait okay? a second, wait a second. Is Disco Godfather a horror movie? Um, that, that's by the guy that did Dolomite, Rudy Ray Moore, and I, I literally just watched that. And I was both satisfied and horrified. <laughs> so... I don't know. It's just a question. Think about it, man. It's a thinker. <laughs> well, welcome to Cinemagic Podcast with your host, with the mostest uh, Beetlejuice reference, because this Halloween, so we could do that. Jonathan Gondwa oh, with man. my greatest co-host, the spookiest, Rick Acevedo. Say hi, Rick. <laughs> I'm spooky. Hi. <laughs> and we actually oh, have... No. And that voice is our special guest for this episode. That's right. It's one of our producing partners at Triskelion, Amy Cassander. And, and yeah, really, one of the, it's me. One, she's like what I would consider the common sense because um, <laughs> Jonathan and I, mm-hmm. I mean, we're a great team, but literally we cause fires wherever we go. <laughs> Especially when eating um, tomahawk steaks. Great story for another for another podcast. Yeah, yeah. Another <laughs> day on the set. Yeah, next, next time we're going out, I'll be hey, on her. Man, that's right. Uh, we, we actually brought in Amy, because if you remember last week, Rick and I were kind of arguing what slashers could we be. That's and so right. this week, we said we're going to do it. But we couldn't trust ourselves because we thought we'd just argue too much about it. So we brought in Amy. As Rick said, she's the sensible one sensible. to really, like, mediate between us two. All right? sensitivity yeah and yeah. and i'm just <laughs> and i'm gonna say this yes amy is my partner but she will not take my side everyone out there do not worry about it <laughs> i don't know if she if she, if she, if she needs to if she needs to slap the sense into you she'll do that <laughs> yep yep i've I'll seen it i've seen it which is why i'm fine with her <laughs> being here because i have seen the slapping of the senses I have also felt it on an occasion or two. Literally, I am fine with this, people. This is going to be unbiased as it gets. It's yes. true. Also, yeah. Amy, the bribes in the mail. We already <laughs> talked about this. Got you. you. Know, that's right. Uh, hey, I always say I will never sell out until the money's right, and then I'll sell out immediately. <laughs> immediately. Um, <laughs> Shiva coin forever, baby. <laughs> Talk about talk about the news, right? Go ahead. <laughs> Before we get into all that, I just want to see around uh, the horn because I want to talk about it's it's Halloween horror movies, right? Uh-huh. And the new trailer for Resident Evil just dropped. Welcome to Raccoon City. 
Um, I know Amy and myself had a chance to see it. Rick, have you had a chance to see it? I have the new not trailer? had a chance to see it, and I wanted to because I kept hearing about it the minute that it dropped, and I was like, man, I really mm -hmm. got to check this out. So, uh, so, and I know we have a lot of international listeners out there. Mm -hmm. so you probably saw the international trailers for all the listeners out there, which was a great trailer. The American trailer was ass. Uh, it looks terrible. It's so American different. Trailer. <laughs> But the international trailer, it's hilarious. The international trailer really is a better trailer. Like it, it really is. is a better trailer. Uh, it actually tells the story. It's it more captivating. It, look it looks cool. Yeah. The American one is all explosions and nonsense and bang, you know, bang, bang. explosion and like pop songs play <laughs> creepy. That's all it is. Uh, it looks terrible. It looks terrible. Nice. So, uh, and and you know, well, you know, I'm gonna see it because apparently I just like terrible movies so uh and resident evil is one of my favorite things and i'm playing it right now for my scary october so um you know i'm gonna are, are you gonna watch it's disco, inevitable disco godfather because you really need to it's horrifying i'm telling you it's pop is it as sexy. horrifying as the um octopus teacher that you made me watch because that was also horrifying. no i how okay. is it horrifying is it it's, horrifyingly bad is it's, it horrifying I mean, it's horrifyingly good? bad because you know they really tried to make a movie um, it, but it's like a lot of disco music and the story just kind of doesn't really make a lot of sense. It's about angel dust, uh, being spread throughout the city. So, uh, Rudy Ray Moore, who plays the disco godfather, you know, uh, does his best to do stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Again, is it going to be like this guy's relationship with a rat that's on Angel no, Dust? No, 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 no. It's going to be way, it's going to be way better than that. I actually can tell you that Disco it's not, it's not hard to be better than what you made me watch. The, no, no. the octopus, not a porn porn. Yes. <laughs> I think, I think this would be much better. By the way, uh, Amy, I just disagree with you. It it was not a porn because it did not have a money shot. It was That's like true. all the story of a porn with none of the money shot action in it. So. It, it, it was an implied porn. Yeah, it was, but that's the worst part. It was an porn. If you don't get the banging in a porn, then don't even call it a porn, right? Then it's yeah. just like, ugh, it's like whatever. At, at that point, it's like Cinemax, basically. You know, it's just Cinemax like, still has sex scenes, so you know it's all. Yeah, but you up. know, it's it's like. So build up, no release. Build up, no release, which makes it even more terrible than it already is. So, so. I saw a man cry real tears. Anyway, <laughs> we're not here about my octopus teacher. That's also horrendous. You know what? That is a slasher. <laughs> Aren't we though? Aren't we that, all here because of my octopus teacher? That is that is a slasher film to me. So technically, that is true. I. Technically, I, I, I am I am going to make that my first. Well, you know what, Jonathan, you introduced. Technically, it's not about. a slasher. It's gore. There's no blades. I also don't think I could beat him in a fight oh, because, easily. like, he'll try to f me and, like, you know, I don't like no. with the octopus. You I don't mind him, just trying you to. You won't beat him, him in a that. fight because he'll bore you to death about his life with the octopus. So yeah. By the time he'll do anything you know. other than be there for his son, basically. So if it's yeah. fight you. F you or something else. <laughs> I don't mind people trying to F me, but that dude, again, no money shot, right? So it's just going to be all the built up and no money shot. And it's just a waste of all our time. So, um, <laughs> so we were talking about slasher films, right? No, we're, yes, we're here to talk about scary movies. All right, all right. Yeah. 
and, and that's why we brought Amy, because last week Rick and I started arguing about slashers we could beat or beat up. So we brought Amy in, and we said, Amy, here's some slashers that we have that we think we could beat up. And Amy said, all right, I'm going to do something with it. So from here on out, Rick and I will not be hosting. We're actually going to hand it over to Amy to host, because we're <laughs> just going to we're gonna sit back. So uh, you guys uh, both provided me with lists of people that you think you could beat in, uh, in a in a one-on-one fight. And I'm going to set the, the, the rules as, like, if they don't have a weapon, you don't have a weapon. And if they have a weapon, you get a similar weapon. Um, and there will be some times that uh, we need to discuss that. But so we're going to start off with you guys have the same, like, four of them, you have the same. So um, I'd like to hear why you guys think you could beat Freddy. I'll let Rick go first, because uh, age before beauty, of course. All right. Also experienced in fighting. It's, so here's, <laughs> here's how this goes. Freddy plays upon your fear. So here's the thing. I'm not scared of Freddy. I stopped being scared of Freddy, like, after um, the second film. All right. After now, is it that, fear of Freddy or just any fear? I think he plays upon any fear fear and turns that into fear of freddy mm -hmm. ultimately speaking like you know you're you're afraid of an octopus and he's going to use that against you by humiliating you into your fear of octopi so having said that all right i would basically just get up not in freddy's face because he's still got that weird glove and I would just be like, look, Freddy, I'm not afraid of anything, technically, and I'm definitely not afraid of you. So, you know, like, that's not going to work. And then I would, you know, without weapons, I would first make sure to kick Freddy in the balls at least a good five times to make sure that he's got them. And, Solid. you know, to be, to be a slasher, you got to have some balls because you know someone's going to be able to actually get the better of you. Look, well, that's a negative point for being sexist. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because, I, okay, see, here's the thing. Michael Myers was beaten up by his sister multiple times. So physical prowess and all that shit doesn't matter. It's just strategy. I would kick Freddy in the balls five times because I'm sure he's got some balls. Okay? Now, if that does not work... All right, then I'll hit Freddy from behind with whatever the hell I can find, because at that point it's just a matter of surprise. Okay, <laughs> you gotta surprise them, motherfuckers. If, if how, how did Michael Myers ever get beat? Surprise. It was always a freaking surprise. How do you beat Michael Myers? Via surprise. How do you beat Freddy? Via surprise. I'm gonna tell you right now, Rick. You you done lost. One, first and foremost. You don't know Freddy's coming. He just shows up in your innocuous dreams, pretends to prey on your fears, and then stabs you and hurts you in your dreams, right? And that goes to real life. See, Before we let you go on for the rest of your argument, I did want to make that same point. You're under the assumption that you can sneak attack him, but he's sneak attacking you. So what's your what's your strategy for come, overcoming a sneak attack from Freddy who's preying on your fears in a, in a dream? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In a dream. Yeah. See, I got, I got, I got your response. Do you to have that. nightmares? <laughs> no, I got sleeping disorders. That motherfucker cannot come at me in my dreams. He's gonna have to come me, come at me in real life, and that <laughs> shit, it just isn't gonna work out with a guy that has sleeping disorders. Okay. 
Like, the minute Freddy gets into my dreams or into my head, he himself is going to have some kind of, like, bad situation happening. Because it's like, wait, wait, is, is like, is am I dreaming? Because mm. shit's going to work out incorrectly for him. You see, you need to come correct. And you can't come correct at a person that's all messed up to begin with. Are you now... I mean, uh, I'm just going to say this hands down. I'm going to say this hands down. There are multiple people who have sleeping disorders in the Nightmare of Elm Street that he kills anyway. There are people are they who diagnosed are with sleeping disorders? Anyway. Are people, they... like people on drugs he kills, people with sleeping disorders. Sleeping disorders people he with... does kill. Yep. All that. And I'm also going to say, because that's how he, people disguise his kills. They just think it's something of their disorders that end up killing them. Right? So that, that's easy. And secondly, you can pull Freddy into the real world, which is something that happens from Nightmare Elm Street 1. Nightmare Elm Street 2 uh, happens in 4, 5, Freddy's Dead, and Freddy versus Jason, and the new Nightmare, where he's still shown to have super strength and speed and invulnerability, right? He's actually shown to have all of those things. So pulling him into the real world, you still got a physical powerhouse on you. But what you forget is Nightmare on Elm Street 3, the Dream Masters, which is why I beat Freddy, because you beat him with control of your will and your mind, man. See, unlike you, I was terrified of Freddy. I used to dream about him, and he used to beat my ass at night. So I learned lucid dreaming <laughs> and how to fight him in my dreams. Oh my so if Freddy ever becomes real, I am ready to take him on in my own mind. Bro, and it, the just one thing like, I fear, it just sounds like you just said that you were ready to take the ass whooping of a lifetime. I already done it. He already I've did. Been <laughs> I've been training here in my mind to defeat him in his own realm. Which again, Nightmare Street Three Dream Warriors, he does. I'm just saying, and and I already know my worst fear, which is myself. And if Freddy turns into myself to play on myself, I automatically know it's not me because anytime there's two of me. It's automatically fighting. Never trust yourself. That's that true. Anytime movie. it's involving well, seeing a clone of yourself, he's like, we'll shoot him in the face. <laughs> yes, I tell Amy, I have told Amy, if you see someone who claims to be me, kill him immediately. I do not care. Me would never come back or show myself because I know it's automatic death. That's it. Wait, no wait, other wait, question. Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. So I got to ask you a question. Mm -hmm. Did you ever... Or, or, or Amy, I'm going to ask you this question because I don't know if Jonathan will, will answer it a hundred percent honestly. But I will. Has I he would. ever has he ever recorded a training montage of himself where he's asleep, but then in his mind he's just like wearing boxing gloves, like the Eye of the Tiger. I have not recorded no. it, but I've had told her of dreams and how I've beaten Freddy. If he evades my dreams currently, I've done. He, he has. He has told yep. me of it, but he's yep. not. Yep. He has not recorded a training montage. I, I could somehow imagine that part of your dream included like slathering the floor with um, seaweed butter and get and getting him ready. To just uh, no seaweed butter. We have to get That's special. It'd be regular butter. <laughs> but yes, it's Freddy. Why can't it be seaweed for Freddy, man? If you are going to pull into real world, traps are a great thing to have prepared ahead of time because the one thing you do know is Freddy will face you in your dreams. So that's where you got to be prepared and then be dual prepared in the real life as well. Mm. See, preparation is the key to beating Freddy. 
See, is that the one where we were talking about shooting ourselves or like shooting everyone else first? No, that is from Tokyo Ghoul, different thing. Okay. Okay, yeah. wow. Um, that went dark like in a second. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Shooting? Wait I mean, I have the solution for all of this, which is babe. <laughs> I want to say this, though. Rick does have, is, is kind of correct in here, so I'm going to give Rick something here is because you can't control your own mind, your own dreams, and that's what you have dream warriors, that's what I've been training to do. Part of it is getting getting Freddy in your mind and showing him what it's truly like to be in your mind. So um, a lot of a lot of disturbing things will go on to Freddy when he's in my mind. I'm ready for him, man. Some of it I... will be sexual, some of it will not be sexual. Listen, there'll be a lot of stuff happening. How did we get here? <laughs> How did we not get here? <laughs> How did we not get here? <laughs> After watching Freddy, I thought, I got you, bitch. <laughs> See what I did there? I, I did. I did. I just right. didn't like it. <laughs> did any of us beat Freddy? What do you think? Um, how was Freddy beat in the movies? Uh, so in Dream, uh, First Nightmare on Elm Street, he is pulled into the world, set up on traps, but technically not beaten. He ends up killing the mother and yeah. going back to the dream world. Uh, second one, they burnt. No, wait. Second one, he's not beaten either. It's part of this dude overcomes his gay complex and Freddy just disappears. Eventually, they even tried burning oh, yeah. his bones and that doesn't work. Uh, eventually, they just make people uh, forget about him. And if no one knows about him and no one has any fear of him in general, they go. But the Dream Masters are technically the only one to ever defeat him in the dreams uh, in the child, which would be Nightmare on Elm Street 3. And uh, Freddy versus Jason, he also doesn't get beaten, but, you know. I think you both have the right idea about just not being afraid of him and controlling and controlling your thoughts and fears and your <laughs> dreams. I think, Jean, you had the, the lucid dreaming, which gives you an edge. Uh, but... Rick, I assume you have years of trauma or something that gives you like, <laughs> a similar edge. I am your, walking trauma. Are you sleep kidding disorders. me? So um, I think that under both of those premises, um, uh, that you both stand uh, a shot. <laughs> you, you both, you, you guys have a shot. And that's why Amy is doing this, because she's being totally fair about it, you see? I, I, I call I call kangaroo court on this. I'm gonna bring Freddy to real life. I'm gonna find some magic potions. I'm gonna set him on Rick. And when after he we kills Rick and I beat him, I life. shall prove that I am right. Well, you got pop, <laughs> you got popcorn. And to Jonathan's credit, he does make amazing popcorn. So, he does. and by the way, dude, I just wish you would have been at Universal with us uh, a week ago. Popcorn world. Oh my God, we just literally were just like. Damn it! Why are they not here? There is a popcorn popcorn bucket at Universal Studios Japan that I almost wanted to go to Japan just to get that popcorn bucket. Oh, for sure. We'll we'll be going to Japan in in about a year's time, anyway, guys. So, like, what's you know, like that'll happen. (laughs) Good to know. You know, that'll happen. You know, you know how it works. (laughs) Feed me up the next slasher. All right. All right. So the next one that you guys both have is Jason from Friday the Thirteenth. Jason. So you guys can go ahead and describe Jason for maybe for oh, people who don't know, and then oh yes, so Jason from, so Jason for he's not his mom. We know this from the first Nightmare on Elm Street, but he's basically an immortal zombie with a hockey mask, 
uh, and a big knife machete that goes around and kills people. Um, usually campers at Camp Crystal Lake, uh, usually teens that like to have sex because uh, he's apparently anti-sex. Uh, <laughs> don't know why. Uh, Jason kills campers in the... and teens who have sex all the time. That's like his one thing he does. Uh, uh, <laughs> he's anti-sex. But not... he's made famous by wanting to get revenge on camp counselors who let him drown as a child because they were too busy having sex and fondling to pay attention to him. And he ended up drowning as a kid. And he comes back from Camp Crystal Lake as basically an immortal zombie uh, who can kill people. He has the, the Wolverine claws. No, he no, has a machete. That's Freddy. Machete, that's right. Yeah, he's he has a machete. machete. Hockey mask and a machete. Yeah. Okay. He, yeah. Doesn't talk, doesn't run fast. Mm. Now, personally, here's the easiest way for me to beat him. I'm going to hang out with three black people. Wait. Okay, so, explain. So expand on that. So, as good horror movies, right? They always kill the only one black character. But there's never been a Jason movie with three black characters on screen. And he ain't never killed three black people at the same time. That so is, therefore, that just is a hang lawsuit. out with black people. You ain't never got to worry about Jason. Oh my God. Bam. <laughs> so what if you're hanging out with just me? Just you? No other. I, one, wouldn't be in a camp. Are you fucking? You don't like camping. I mean, I don't want to go to camp. <laughs> I hate going to camp. And if I'm going camping, I'm hanging around with other black people who know the first thing to do is cheese We ain't investigating <laughs> nothing. <laughs> we getting the hell out of it. So, uh, all right. That's my plan. There it goes. Hang out with some black people. We'll be good. I. All right, okay, wait a second. Um, so, you know, you ever seen, like, a box, like, a Tyson fight, Mike Tyson fight, when he just, he's supposed to struggle, and then he hits a guy in the face so fucking hard, it looks like his head is about to come off? That's kind of how I feel right now, because what you said was so freaking brilliant, I almost have zero comebacks. Like, er anything that I say... <laughs> Is gonna sound Machiavellian and just outright stupid. So, I almost feel like I should just sort of, sort of give you a pass on this one and just shut the shut the fuck up because there's just no way you can beat something that like that's a thing. I'm just gonna hang out with three black people. Oh, if I'm with you, we're not going camping. That's that's how we, how it's gonna happen. But if we do go camping, there's gonna be like three black people with us. <laughs> I can't beat that. That's fucking brilliant. minimum three. More is always welcome for minimum three. I just, I guess, I just will never go camping and hope I don't get, you know, murdered if I'm in the woods. By like, I, I, by hope and I really, I think I just have to take this defeat, you know, humbly. I mean, I think you're right though. Just don't go camping in the woods or at some camp. Like a boom, you never run into it. <laughs> especially, especially if it's one where they're like, everything's great, but. This one kid drowned because people were having sex, and apparently his zombie came back, and he doesn't want people having sex because it gives him bad memories. Like, I feel yeah. like it's also really easy to not go to a camp where the counselors were so negligent that a child could, like, drown. <laughs> that was in the 70s. He comes back into it later on. It's Even like, that, it's like that adventure about. park in New Jersey that had the weird slides. Have you seen that documentary? Like, it's yeah. about that park. <laughs> It, that's kind of like Crystal Lake right there, you know. Everyone's just, you know, in the in the lockers, 
having you know copulating so of course that's what if, you, if do. you want a little more serious answer um mm -hmm. if you do that I, I'm just i, I don't because that was so fucking brilliant but i'll take yeah. it anyway just to hear it yeah i just want to hear it yeah i just what? at this point it's just more like yeah so um jace is resistant to gunshots we've seen that right mm -hmm. he's resistant to um he's resistant to uh, uh even lighting on fire they try that once and it really doesn't work but i think people think too small it's just bear traps just put him in bear traps at worst if he pulls himself out of bear traps he's mangling his legs and now he can't walk after you and then he just has to crawl after you which Come on there. I could take out a crawling dude with a machete. That's really easy because you could still cut off his body parts, which has been shown. So bear trap the dude. He just walks in a straight line after you. He got no brain. Bear trap him all around, cut off his hands, and just literally dig him, dig a hole, cement it in, keep his body parts separate in other places. That's it. Let that mortal zombie just rot. Yeah, it's like, I mean, so he's immortal. So does he grow his parts back and they come back to him or anything? Usually they're connected back together and they all reanimate in the movies. So okay, well this one goes to to Jean yeah, because that no, I mean no. that's that separate them concrete and all that. Mm -hmm. uh, guns, guns, guys, they they exist and shotguns no, take off legs. Gunshots. They've shot him before and he's just resistant to it. But but Amy, even shotguns like though. that can shoot off your leg. Yeah. True. 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 The whole point is. Just separate his body parts, and then he ain't nothing more. He ain't got no brain. He ain't smart. Yeah. Hey, man, he was in space. Uh, was it Jason X or something like that? Yes, which he was fighting illusions at one point. Literally holograms, because he's really dumb. Uh, and he's just focused on <laughs> I like the fact that you're just like, yeah, you're stupid, Jason. He is, man. He's just a stupid zombie. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. That's why if you hang out with three black people, you won't even go. <laughs> Just don't go to camp and hang out I with like, minorities, like, and like, then like you'll exactly. be out of the problem for most of these movies. <laughs> that, I mean, you've got a very solid argument right there. <laughs> very solid argument. Ain't my Holy fault. Shit. <laughs> it's not my fault that this is America. Um, the next one that you guys all have on your list is Leatherface, and again, uh, Rick or John, if you want to explain Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre to anyone. Yeah, Leatherface is a, is a rather tall fellow with a really weird uh, leather mask, and like um, he's got like a leather apron and gloves and a chainsaw, and makes really weird noises like, <laughs> like kind of like that. One correction, it's mm -hmm. not a leather face, it's a human face. Oh, it is human a human skin face. Oh. Yeah, it's cute. He stitches uh, uh, from different people's faces a face mask. Very Ed Geeny. Yeah. Oh my god, you you know the... Yeah, he's Well, I'll mention that later. But, um, Ed Gein. Yeah, like Ed Gein, who's basically the inspiration for, you know, Buffalo a lot Bob. Mm -hmm. and, the, and that film, Deranged, if you've never seen it, it's called Classic. But, um, so... Yeah, Leatherface is, and he's down in Texas, you know, so he's probably real good at, you know, with like the brisket and everything. Um, only he uses different things for brisket. Of but, course. Uh, but, <laughs> this is the thing we focus on. <laughs> I like brisket. They got good brisket. I, I can't disagree. <laughs> I cannot disagree at all. Like, I cannot say that uh, enough. And remember, we were having barbecue just the other day, guys. So, you know, barbecue, that's, that's what we do. 
Um, so, yeah, that's... And he he's in a weird family, in a weird house. And um, they got... They got some real murder kink going. They hate people. Like, in general. So. Yeah. And he famously has that chainsaw, like Hercules. <laughs> now, in the movies, how does he... Uh, how does he kill people? Uh, Element of surprise, teens, really. Yeah, usually teens end up, like, their car breaks down or something, spikes trip, uh, and then they go to the house looking, then they drug their food, and then Letterface usually kills, eats them or does it, and when a teen escapes, he chases them down with a chainsaw, and then yeah. chainsaws them. Semi-serial killery, like, with the, like, pickup and yeah, hitchhiker no type No superpowers or anything. No superpowers. No. All right, so, Rick, crazy. how would you defeat Leatherface? All right, I'm going to take a page from Jonathan's book and basically just go with the very fucking obvious. If my car breaks down, just wait till fucking AAA gets there. Texas is the kind of place that if you're driving, you can go a good half day without seeing anyone. And if the first thing you see is a freaking house that has no paint on it, and you have some psycho right in it coming out, it's like, hey, y'all, I'm gonna murder you. Will you like some brisket first? No, I don't want to be murdered. I don't want brisket. And I definitely don't want to be hanging in your freaking butcher basement that smells like death. Which, by the way... God damn it, you can smell death a mile away. Really? That's literally. True. This is 100% real. Like, don't expect me to suspend my disbelief. It's like, you know, there's a burning house, and then there's a pool, and, and everyone's like, where should we go? Let's go into the burning house, because that makes all the sense in the world. No, I refuse to go into the house. That's how I would beat Leatherface. However, if that big bastard comes at me, I will grab a shotgun and I will shoot out both his kneecaps. No one has ever really gone for Leatherface's kneecaps because he's a fairly big dude. Obviously, physically, I cannot beat him. I am 5'10", and Leatherface is well over 7,000 feet tall. Now, I will not say... I'm going to beat this guy up. I, my reach is not even enough to punch his face. However, I am a very good shot. I will grab my shotgun while waiting for AAA. I'll shoot him on the kneecaps and say, no, I don't want brisket. However, I will take the chainsaw and sell it because I am in need of some parts for my car. And I know a guy from that show, Pawn Stars. Thank so you. So what if you don't... Mic drop. You do? Awesome. <laughs> uh... <laughs> If you don't have a shotgun, because that that's a simple answer for a lot of these is shotgun to the face or someone called 911. Excuse me. We're in Texas, right? <laughs> I mean, True. The shotguns on the side of the road. True. My Second Amendment rights are well respected. True. Um, so your, your basic premise is don't go into a house that smells like death, which is good advice, everyone. Yeah, if, really you, if it smells like death, it probably is death. Don't go in. Yeah, Trust 100%. your instincts. Uh, and then locking doors at night, I assume, and uh, shooting him in the kneecaps and not opening the door for him. Um, yeah, basically just everything that's all common sense. I, I would have to just like beat him by using and applying common sense, which is like the one thing you'll never see in a horror film. So yeah, common sense would be my thing. If it's me and Leatherface in an arena, because I agree with Rick, I mean, like, wholeheartedly. <laughs> Except for one different thing, I would just call uh, I would just call the state of Texas and say Leatherface helped with an abortion, and then all the cops would come immediately. And then you get 10 grand, and boom. <laughs> and then I'd be fine. Uh, that's my one amendment. 
But <laughs> besides that, I think I think perfect, right? Uh, but if it's me and him in an arena, um, right? And and this is what I'm gonna say. I know everybody's gonna think mm. think it's crazy, right? Mm. Uh, if it's me and him in an arena, uh, uh, we both he got his chainsaw, right? I'm gonna take a metal baseball bat. I say this so I can block the chainsaw or knock it away on his first swing. I agree with Rick. Hit him in his kneecaps, then hit him in the back of the head, get him close to his own chainsaw. He's just a regular dude, and all he got is a chainsaw. Chainsaws are actually very unwieldy. Mm-hmm. You don't really, like, it, it takes a lot to swing one. And so I use my speed against that motherfucker. All I got to do is miss one of the swings, and then he mine. Hit him in the kneecap because he... He's big, but he don't work out. You know what I mean? It's not like mm-hmm. he got, he, he ain't shrunk. He's just big. He's naturally big. Like Andre the Giant and other big people, knees are usually are their weak point. Mm. You hit him in the knees, they go where their head goes. Hit him in the knee, and because his chainsaw's still going, because he's another dumb person who, these guys are all dumb. He never turns off his chainsaw. Uh, then you just hit him in the back of the head with the bat. Metal bat, of course, so, you know, metal against metal, so it don't cut through the chainsaw immediately. You hit him on the back of his bat and then take it and shove it down on his own chainsaw. Bada bing, bada boom, he's done. Or just be in Texas with all the available guns and shoot him in the face. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I was like, a, a chainsaw would probably run out of gas pretty, like, quickly, too. Yeah, Running yeah. all the time. Yeah. yeah, chainsaws are a terrible weapon to use against people. I've yeah, had that machete. It is unwieldy. Like, honestly, yeah, you just got to throw him it's off a solar, a It's a solar, so it's a solar trip, power trip chainsaw. Even if you have a bat, a solar power chainsaw, <laughs> it won't be as strong though. Just like all the other. It's, it's alternative. It's alternative energies chainsaw. You know, he's he's got to put it next to the windmill. He's blocking the sun all the time though. That's <laughs> too big. Yeah, LED, LED. There we go. An LED chainsaw. LED chainsaw. No, see, he has it. He has the solar panels on his back, right? That's what there you go. on his back, uh-huh. and so he has a cable that goes into it. So that's why he, he's running around outside all the time to power his chainsaw. See, yeah, yeah, I think that that's a pretty solid answer for both of y'all. So, uh, yeah, basically, he's a regular guy. Throw him off balance. Don't go do stupid things in places you don't belong. Make sense? Check mark for both of you. Like the song says, don't go chasing waterfalls <laughs> or chainsaws in this case. Don't go chasing yes. chainsaws. The and simplest way to avoid being killed there. by a serial killer is locking your doors and like just keeping things closed <laughs> and not going into houses that smell like death. Yep. <laughs> like, yep. Two simple things. Yep. Yeah. If there's someone that's like, don't go in this room, this room you cannot go in, or I like it's locked and stuff, don't don't trust those people either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just leave at that point. Just leave. There's <laughs> leave there's house. nefarious like, things going on. That's good advice for everyone. Exactly. Um let's see. So we did Jason, Freddy, Leatherface. Um so you guys don't have any more that are the same, but I want you both to discuss how you might be able to defeat each other's. Um, and I'm going to start with one of Rick's, um, and I'm going to choose Jaws, because I really want to hear this. So, wait, you want me to say how I would defeat Jaws? Yes. Yeah. Right. How, and then John is going to give his answer as well. And it's not on his list, well, but... I, I'm going to tell him how he can't beat Jaws, first and foremost. Well, not. That's but, not your job. I mean, it is I your job. I will tell but... you exactly how I'm going to beat Jaws. First of all, I'm going to wait. And I'm gonna buy an oil tanker, massive <laughs> oil tanker. Now 
I'm going to find out exactly where Jaws is. And even though I love the environment and all animals, I am going to cause an oil spill. And then I'm going to throw a match in the water. And because Jaws cannot <laughs> really deal with fire all that well, because he turns into a nice crispy finger food once he's burnt, I am then going to go ahead and like throw some sort of electric accoutrement in the water to make sure that he also gets electrocuted. And then I'm going to flick it off and humiliate it. And you know what? Jaws is going to feel so poorly about himself, he will never bother anyone again. Because literally, I will have gone out of my way with an oil tanker, an electric accoutrement, to beat him and humiliate him by, on top of all that, flicking him off. So, boom. Of course. I, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell wait, you wait. wrong. I'm wait, gonna, wait, wait. No, I got it. You're wrong, Rick. This is why you're wrong. Because the most terrifying thing of all, you will not beat Jaws because Jaws cannot exist because of climate change. He's already dead. Saying. Ocean's on fire. Done. I was like, it's already done. You've already done all those things. You already have to do it yourself. I got good news for you, Rick. You ain't got to worry about it. He, there's right, like five won. sharks left or something. You know, like <laughs> you already won. Climate change. Climate change has already taken care of that. But the apex predator is not Jaws. Thank you, Exxon Valdez. It's free Willy. <laughs> The ocean was on fire. Don't worry about it. You Thank you, BP. <laughs> Thank you. You you win this one. I mean, I I was gonna I was gonna say like he's gone anyway. If you're in the water with Jaws, I I mean, you can still beat him. Yeah. Like <laughs> Roy, Roy Scheider beat him in 1975. And there I'm you go. way and I'm way and I'm way fitter than Roy you know than uh, Roy Scheider. Because in part, you know, Roy Scheider, rest his soul, is also dead. So, like, I totally got, like, an advantage here. Not, and, most, not, and, and if we're going off of Jaws, I'm just, like, I know it's different because it's horror movie mentality. But sharks don't like to, like, don't typically eat humans. If they bite you, they usually bite you to taste you and then, like, spit you out and go on their way. Yeah. And at most, maybe they take a leg or something. Jaws is a man-eating shark who is mm -hmm. technically moving on shore because climate change has destroyed his food source and mm -hmm. therefore humans are forcing to eat. So I get that, but I'm mm -hmm. still not worried because climate change is really taking care of sharks. We basically don't need to do anything. We're really good at killing. The dolphins and Free Willy will look out for you. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's yeah, actually it's well. Free Willy will try to eat you, but it's funny that you mentioned dolphins because, um, as everyone knows, you know dolphins, you know dolphins are all about sexy time. So I all I would do is I would take a sailboat. Also, this is like completely different, but I would take a sailboat and then I would lead Jaws into a circle of dolphins, and those dolphins are gonna have a time with Jaws. Mm -hmm. So, you know. That actually probably happens. Yeah, yeah. It probably yeah. will. Probably will. Probably will. See, <laughs> see, you should have said, since you're close to SeaWorld, is you're just going to get an orca. Like, <laughs> like Free uh, Willy. Pissed off orca. Jaws won't bug you because mm -hmm. they're crazy. <laughs> I'm going to get yeah, that, that... cousin. <laughs> uh, uh, you just get Free Willy to go with you. Jaws won't mess with you because it's too afraid of Free Willy. And then Free Willy will either rape you or murder you. I mean, either one. Then you got to worry about Willie, but you know. Yeah, hey. free Willie you want to avoid too, but maybe send him out in the area and then he'll leave. <laughs> Literally, sharks will leave areas if they see orcas. Actually, They'll, like, for a year. For a whole year. 
In, nope. I think it's like two years after Jaws, a movie came out, and I don't know if, if either of you have ever seen it, called Orca. And it was basically like uh, an orca is like he wants to get revenge on this town because they, you know, they caught his wife. And when they were cutting her open, the little orca fetus popped out and the fetus was screaming like, like really, it actually is incredibly disturbing even now. Which That's, is it, it? That is disturbing. Yeah, it shows you kind of like how disturbed orcas are, or how disturbed they're perceived to be. So yeah, I'm, I'm not worried. Oh, no. orcas are crazy. Yeah, they are the apex predator. Next on the list. See, you thought I was gonna fight Rick on. <laughs> yeah, I was like, so you guys are currently tied. Uh, oh no, wait, it's three to two, I think. Um. All right, give me one of mine. I'll I'll, tell, I'll, I'll let you know. Samara from the ring. Ah, and, yes, yes. Here it goes. I don't watch the damn video. That's it. It's done. Why would you watch a video that everyone says you'll die afterwards? You don't watch the video. Then she doesn't bug you. If you do watch the video, punch that bitch in her face. Have you ever done Bloody Mary in a, in a, in a closed-off bathroom with no lights on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you, you would be a person that'd be like, haha, this oh, is yeah, so yeah. funny. That's why my second answer is to punch her in the face. You punch her in the face. She's a little traumatized kid who's lashing out because she don't understand anything. So when she comes at you, you punch her in her goddamn face to establish dominance, boys. All right, you got to establish dominance first. So you punch her in the goddamn face. So let her know, listen here, man. This ain't going to go down. If you want to talk to me, you talk to me like a person. What's going on? And then you just hang out, man. Okay, see, there's a couple of things that are wrong with that logic. First of all, she's not really a full-on person. Second, Mm -hmm. you are the same person that literally told me not too long ago, I will punch a bear in the face. And I tried to... I also said a puncher in the face. I did say puncher in the Mm -hmm. face. But that answer answer works if it's like another human being, but... I don't know that it would work with, you know, a specter or um, or a bear. But you see, how does Samara kill them in the movie? The ring, they ran away from what she was doing. You never saw anyone try to attack what she's doing. That's why you don't run away from it. You attack it. You make them flinch and let them know. And then you go, hey, what's up with this bullshit? Why are you trying to kill me? Come and talk to me instead. And you make sure she come and talk to you and then you hang out see what she's like man you should really listen to women right like so you know you get her you get her to stop attacking you and then you just listen to her talk to her is that how they defeat her in the movie no not at all they don't defeat her in the movie because no one ever talks to her they try to talk to her dead body but not like the ring manifestation of her they try to put her soul to rest just talk to the girl she's a teenage girl sometimes they just want to be hurt so you establish dominance, be like, hey, cut that shit out, right? And then you talk to her. Rick? I, I mean, again, see, you, like, you're hitting two extremes here, man. You're, you're going from punching her in the face and establishing dominance to then wanting to build a relationship of trust. And I just feel like that's harder to do when you want to punch somebody in the face. Only because... Uh-huh. Like, I don't know that I would be able to trust somebody who just literally punched me in the face. 
And, you know, that punch. Also, you would have to see her come out of the TV and then not punch her in the face to then to then be able to talk to her. No, listen, she attacks. She is the attacker. Okay, you punch her in the face. Let her one know you're not scared. Two, to get her to snap out of that bullshit. And three, then you go, all right, man, stop this bullshit and just talk to me. Right? You got to snap him. You got you, you, you to gotta let him know what's up. See, y'all don't punch in the face. And y'all just talk, and that's why y'all die. I'll punch in the face. I, I, and I, just, I don't know. I, I wouldn't really talk. I'd, like, I'd break the video or the TV, you know, just... I, I agree. I was like, I'd probably break the video. Yeah. Don't matter. Once you watch it, she kills you 10 days later. So. Well, I mean, matter. like, is there only one copy of the video, or do they make copies? People make copies eventually. That's so stupid. Yeah. yeah, I, know. So I feel like that'd be a very easy thing to trace. Like, Snopes would, like, cover that immediately. Like, hey, if I watch this video, will I die? And they'd be like, yes, that's true. I mean, yeah. that video is a lot like contact tracing. You could just kind of figure it out, you know, like, you know, who had the video. It's like, you know. Oh, no, I, I agree 100%. But if you copy the video or watch the video, you don't die immediately. You die 10 days later. And destroying the video doesn't do anything. Mm. So it doesn't mean mm. anything. So you could destroy the video, but it doesn't do anything. So I don't know. So your feelings is that you would either not watch the video or watch the video and then punch her in the face and then try to talk to her and. Yeah, she went through trauma, so she wants to talk about her trauma. She's a teen girl. Isn't but wait a second. Is that what it is? Yeah. But isn't punching somebody in the face gonna add to the trauma? She's attacking you. It's like when a wild dog to tries to attack him. you, and you like. Stop. Like, you know, you're putting it down. You're, like, shocking it back into, like, hey, man, calm the hell down. I'm not a victim here. I ain't running away like the rest of you. I am, what's up? What is going on? What is this? Cut this bullshit and just use your words. I'm getting her to, to speak up. Be like, oh, shit, what's happening? But and but then what if she uses her words to lo- make you lower your guard and this, then does some bullshit like wait till you go to sleep or just roofie your drink? and then kill you. I mean, that's a long way to go around it, and this is mind games, but uh, you also don't let your guard down and run a murderous spirit. I mean, duh. (laughs) I mean, If you see it coming out of the TV, push the TV against the wall. Yeah, actually, I like Amy's idea. Just push push the TV against the wall and, you know. Or put another TV in front of it so she just goes into the other one and then. Is it one of those TVs that's like a tube TV or is it a flat screen? Because I think. A tube. Oh, it's a tube? Oh, my God. Just throw a hammer through that shit. If if you don't remember, people did try to cover the TV and it didn't matter. She used other reflective services to come through. So, um, see, so hiding has not proven to be effective at all. So that's why I chose direct confrontation and talking to her. Think outside the box, right? Like uh, outside the TV box, you mean? Exactly. Exactly. Oh, got it. Rick, do you have yeah. a different way to beat her? Um, yeah. Don't try to give her advice. She's a freaking murderous ghost. I would. Uh... I would. I, I would. say give her advice. I said listen to her. I said listen to women. Listen. Right? I, okay. Girl. So here's. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call Winston Zeddemore. I'm gonna call Dr. Peter Vekman. and I am gonna call. What's Dan Aykroyd's one? Um, Ray Stance. All right, and we're gonna bring in some ghost busting equipment, and we're gonna put an end to this nonsense, because I will not. 
be made to think that I cannot watch my tube TV whenever I damn well please. It is my you house. TV pretty slow too. Can't you cut her in half? Um, I mean, she's too fast. No one's that. ever seen to actually attack her, so I don't know. Like I said, she, she seems too fast for that. So I feel like if we if we cross the streams into the TV, we can draw her out, put her in the trap, put the trap in the containment system. Okay. Once the light is green, the trap is clean. And there you go. All I'm saying is when she's coming at the TV, run up, punch her in the face. Be like, hey, hey, stop that. What's going on? Talk to me. What are you trying to do here? Just just let him talk. I mean, we're making the assumption she, does she, is she, do we have this information that she's someone that can be reasoned with or can talk and like share her emotions and feelings? I mean, she shows the main protagonist visions um and shows her about like her past and where she was thrown down a well that's why the image of the ring is where she was dead and thrown down a well and seemingly she wants her body buried or something so the the woman just doesn't understand her because she's all scared and like i have visions see that's why i mean you just you you directly go to the source man also if you make someone else watch the video you don't die you technically pass it on if you don't let someone else watch it then you die so, um, so, it's like a lot like so it follows kind of, uh, yes, yes, it is kind of like it follows rules. So obviously it's then to, to, to send so it couldn't on you just go back and forth every six days. I, I don't know the exact rules. If it has to be someone complete, I think so what you're basically, complete, you know? what you're describing is like the Amway of horror. In other words, you got a, like a pyramid scheme of death. Yes. Gotcha. If you show the video to someone else, you don't die. Originally, I wasn't going to give it to you, but I actually like it. I think, um, I think I'm going to give it to you. Man, no one ever tries talking to people, man. People should talk more. Listen, just listen. Maybe some of these ghosts wouldn't be so, you know, hasty. But sometimes you got to punch a ghost in the face to get them to act right. Like that's. And speaking of punching someone in the face, Rick, I'd love to hear your your pinhead. Uh, your reasoning that you think you could beat him. And again, please describe Pinhead a little bit. All right, so Pinhead is from the Hellraiser films. He wears a very interesting um, leather uh, dress dash duster. He's very, you know, he's, he's got supernatural powers. He's got pins. Shirt or no shirt with the duster. It's important. Oh, he, nipple showing. It's a yeah, nipple showing. Nipple, yeah. It's it's kind of like the... You never wear a shirt with a duster. It's like, the Clooney, it's like the Clooney bat suit, basically. Um with the nipples just like a lot more horrifying um <laughs> he's got a he's got an interesting uh tint to his to his face because it's like all white but and you know pins throughout all of his um head and he's got some interesting one-liners does pinhead but um my thoughts are very simple on pinhead i always assume that uh and this is just my backstory on pinhead that he went to a a clinic for acupuncture and the doctor knew how to put the needles in but not take them out all right now what john you seem surprised i'm just saying they tell you how pinhead gets his pins i mean no, i was I gonna say also what is so what's his uh his quirk or whatever you know i'm gonna i'm gonna put pinhead on screen just so everybody can see it 
what is Pinhead's... Uh, yeah, so what's his deal? Like, so why is he a horror guy? What does he do to people? What is his quirk, you know? Uh, John, what's Pinhead's quirk? Because I don't remember. I only saw, like, one Hellraiser movie years ago. But one, I never... It's not good for you. Can you see the image? I see yeah, the I can image. see it. Yeah. Okay, so Pinhead is a human, once a human, who uh, turned in, who opened the puzzle box that you see him holding, that went to a hell dimension that... Um, torture and pain being the same thing, right? So in there, they find pain to be pleasurable. They nailed literal nails into his head that look like pins, that's why he's pinhead. Mm -hmm. And he has control of chains. So he can supernaturally control chains that hook into people, flay them, align, and everything as well. He is uh, supernatural, so he's a demon. He's invulnerable, resistant to pain, literally has access to magic. And the only way to beat him is to banish him back to his hell dimension, by uh, that box is by configuring the box back. The puzzle box. The puzzle box is solving it again and send him back into his hell dimension. But opening it summons him, which he usually ends up killing the wielder and anybody else around. So, yeah. He's a hell demon. I got a, I got a great idea. Hold on. I got a great idea how to be Pinhead. You just gave me. Actually, everything, those nipples things. No, right? everything that you just said actually gave me a great idea. First of all, I would invite Pinhead to, you know, to come to our dimension. And then um, when he's like, where are all the good S&M clubs at? I'll be like, you're not going to any S&M clubs, motherfucker. We're taking you to church. Now, we're not really going to take him to church because, like, gas money and all that shit. Like, I don't want to deal with that. So of course. I'm just going to bore him to death. Because he sounds like he's actually a very exciting individual, what with the S&M and what have you. And then he'll basically... He'll be so pissed off that he's not having any fun. <laughs> he's just gonna put himself in the puzzle box. Like, it's just like, totally outsmarting the guys. Like, no sex clubs anywhere. I, I I'll take him. You know what? Oh, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. He doesn't Amy. instantly flay you a lot. Yeah, wait he's gonna second. flay you. No, Amy, that's not. You didn't let me. You didn't let me have the best part. And Amy, you're gonna love this. This, this is a nod to you. You know what we're going to do to beat Pinhead? We're going to take him to Kansas City. He's going to be bored out of his fucking mind. Yeah, leave him in Kansas. <laughs> He'll die of boredom and I, I don't all the torture that's already happening. I don't know. Bringing a demon who gets pleasure from torturing people, boring him with other people, is the recipe for success. Instead of him being like, this is boring. I'm just gonna torture you instead. Uh, which would no, would but think about it because because Pinhead Pinhead has his kinks, man. He loves his kinks. So obviously, like his if you had him, if you people alive, if yeah, his kink him, is masochism, not or not, it's yeah, it is masochism causing masochism pain. versus yeah. sadomasochism. Yeah, having pain. So on if we people. don't if we don't take him to like a club where he can do that to people. And just leave him in a place, just like watching really boring reruns of like Gumby and shit. I guarantee you, Pinhead's gonna want to put himself in the box. He's gonna be like, "What the hell did I get myself into? Why am I in Kansas City? They don't even have good barbecue in Kansas City." You know, <laughs> anybody knows that it's anything. It's it's at St. Louis is where it's at, comparatively uh, speaking. You know, so I'm gonna say this: Pinhead, Pinhead does make deals. He is a deal maker. It's like a devil. He, he does make deals. But those who betray Pinhead or the deals don't don't work out the, that way usually doesn't work well for them. 
Because right. then he just gets it back from the person he makes the deal with. But again, he's never been in that position. So, I mean, come on. So my point is, you make a deal of, I'm going to show you a good time, and he does not have a good time, he will just come back to you, kill you, and then go back. No, That's literally no because see, here's what I'm going to be doing. It's like, every time Pinhead comes back to me, I'm going to be like that guy that uh, that wants to make a deal with you, but every time we make a deal, like you're going to end up losing. Like I'm going to figure some way to just... You know, just screw with him further. And I think my, my you gonna die, bro. You gonna die. Yeah, that's John, why how Pinhead do you is think not you can on my Pinhead. <laughs> that's why Pinhead's not on my list. He's a torture demon. I don't invite torture demons in, man. When a dude gets off by literally flaying apart your skin and taking your soul into a hell dimension where he can torture you forever, my thing is not to be involved <laughs> like, and i don't think i can take this it's but i look, I, I think realistically it's because i was once a long time ago in a relationship where you know someone pulled a knife on me um early in, in in my life really and it was it was it was something that i laugh about now but it's like i guess i would be in the mindset of how do i work around this situation so as i don't get stabbed by pinhead and you know, in some, in, in you know, in a situation like that, you have to just basically be calm, be cool, and know that physically you're not going to impose your will on this demon. Okay. That emotionally, if you get too emotional, he's going to get the best of you anyway. So you got to figure out, like, how do you talk Pinhead down from the ledge? enough to where he actually thinks you're gonna follow his will and then not follow his will you see what i'm saying you mess so, it when mess so, with him. so so in the movies when he immediately pops out and someone goes i want to follow you he goes cool and then begins to torture them and mutilate them and make them a hell demon uh-huh so i feel like how do they what are the deals that they make to get out of it just out of oh See, uh, in the first movie, a guy tries to make a deal, but he's just in hell. He escapes and then tries to kill people to offer up to their souls, where then another girl who finds out this girl's happening makes a deal with Pinhead to capture him to go back. And Pinhead then kind of reneges and tries to take her to hell, too. Mm -hmm. um, so that doesn't work out. And the second one, we also have uh, uh, another person who opens the puzzle box and tries to offer up the souls of a mental hospital for Pinhead, which he takes and then also takes that guy as well to his hell dimension and tortures him. And the third one, a nightclub owner, also tries to open up the box for extreme pleasure, says he wants to join them, then is immediately tortured and mutilated until doing you that. Know, you know he how you make this work? closing the puzzle box to get him back because he likes hell on earth. He's totally okay with that, to torture and kill everyone. That's the because he's... The only way to beat him is closing back the puzzle box. That's because he's never met Mike Shear. Once we introduce him to Mike Shear... He's going to know that actually hell is a much better place than what he actually um, imagined. And he won't want hell on earth because you'll feel that um, in a place where we have a person like Mike Shear, um, it's got to be pretty bad. See, I disagree. I think Pinhead would personally join the super PAC for Donald Trump for 20 I was going to say the same thing. I was like, he's not, I was like Trump is here. I, was, I don't know. <laughs> I think I'm going to say... Of all of them, the pinhead's probably the one. The well, I have, I do have one thing. See, I would be pinhead because I wouldn't open the box. <laughs> I probably either wouldn't be able to, or I would just put it up because it's pretty. 
Yeah, Why yeah. would I open it? I, I personally know not to not to open that box. But if that box is open, uh, to me, I have, I am immortally screwed. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, just just try to get the least mutation that you can. Be like, oh yeah, I really liked my um, uh, uh, having no ankles. I don't know. I'm trying to do the least. Because they just flay you alive and torture you and make your head into a T. They just do gross stuff to you, man. I don't know, man. I, I mean, I or fake pleasure from it. Because they want to torture you, not pleasure you. Yes. So can, if you just... You fake when you're getting your skin torn off? Can you fake it being pleasurable? No. Or your, or, or your well, nails? Well, no, you can if you go, because at some point you go numb from the pain and you're going to be like, oh, yeah, rip, yeah. rip at that, that point, epidermis. At that point, you a hell demon as well. So now you're just the hell demon. I mean, aren't we all hell demons really at some point? Are we another? all not stuck in hell? Yeah. I mean, I'm just making Next the one. deal. I'm just making the deal with giving him Donald Trump. That's really it. I'll be like, yo, if you want hell on earth, just just make a deal with Donald Trump. I'm just trying to make a deal. It's That's gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna be huge. I'm making a deal. I'm gonna yeah. say neither one of you can be them. I don't think any of us could. I think, again, I except that to. I would put it, leave the box intact, probably. No. I'm making a deal. I'm gonna tell him the best deal maker. Oh, it's gonna be the best deal with the best company. That's what I'm gonna make him do. I'm sending him to Trump. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. Uh, <laughs> that's my best shot. Um. Okay. So, Rick, have you seen Happy Death Day? You know, I have not. I really need to watch that. What I... about Trick or Treat? Trick or Treat. No, we should do our last one for just for coming up time, and you know who it should be, right? Who? Rick has it in his background. Oh yeah, Chucky. Now I'm gonna say this because this is what started it all. Because Rick didn't think I could beat Chucky. And I'm going to tell you right now, Chucky is the easiest of all the slashers to beat. All right? The the cult of Chucky, not, sorry, the Chucky TV series is about to premiere next week. And it's going off the original line. And I think that's great. Because the creator Chucky didn't even watch the reboot. He didn't like the reboot. And he's he's considering the reboot not canon. Okay? The reboot Chucky, I could not beat. I'm going to put that out there right now. That's true. I could not beat the reboot Chucky. That dude controls electronics, and he can control drones and cars and all this other stuff. You know well, why I mean, he, he controlled... can control that stuff? Because he's got yeah, the He force. can control the lighting, the the anything electronic he can control. So, no, I couldn't. It, because, I don't think any of wait us a nowadays second. To be it's... fair, the, the new Chucky, the force is strong in him. He's got a high <laughs> metachlorian count. All right, He does. He does. I'm just saying, I'm putting that out there because I think we need the, to be fair here. The new Chucky, I cannot beat. But the old original Chucky, who was an old serial killer, like an old man, who got one voodoo spell to transfer his soul into a good guy doll. And so all he could do is then try to transfer his soul into another body. That's Chucky's whole thing. He is just a doll. That is it. He is just a good guy doll. And a good guy doll is about toddler size, okay? That is a, he's about toddler size. And I want to say here, how many toddlers do you think you could beat up? Because my question is a ton of them, right? He's only 2.42 feet tall. That's it. The way physics works, even his knife will barely go into me. I ain't afraid of no Chucky doll. I will punt that little motherfucker into the sun. He has nothing. I don't care. He got a knife. I could grab a knife. It's just a knife. He just has a regular pocket knife. He has a regular kitchen knife. Whoop-de-doo. Who cares, man? 
Holy mm -hmm. shit, I can fight him off with a chair and whoop him down. He's 2.2 feet tall. He is nothing. I would murder Chucky. I would get, when Chucky comes to try to stab me, I'm gonna grab his wrist, take the knife, and just stab him over and over again. And then Rip off I'm his literally body gonna parts keep and his mouth open, like jaw it open and fuck it, just to teach him a lesson. I don't care about you, Chucky. You are nothing to me. Lock him in a box. Yep. What can he I mean, do? He's got doll hands. He literally is just a head of some <laughs> of them. And now they're like, he could put his soul in multiple dolls. Ooh, multiple dolls. They're a doll. I don't care. I'll kill every doll that shows up. Every single one. Who cares? Nice. Chucky is the only stalker here that works purely on surprise. He has to surprise you and get the jump on you in order to beat you. That's the only way Chucky can win. He has to literally surprise you. So... Without any surprises, Chucky's nothing. <laughs> I love, I love, I love the passion with which you presented your argument um, against Chucky. I mean, yeah, physics-wise, obviously you could kick Chucky through a window and he's he's pretty much gone. The problem with Chucky is he always seems to come back anyway. So you know, I would probably just want to set him on fire. Make sure that those pieces cannot be rearranged. Put them in like separate bags, to where if he does try to, you know, reconstitute himself, it's like a hand with a with a little foot or something weird like that. Um, you know, but I'm more interested in basically what I what what would happen if Chucky was able to surprise Jonathan. You know, I, I think that is really what this has turned into because your passion against Chucky, like your anti-Chucky passion is oh. off the charts, bro. It is, it is almost like he took something from me. You know what happens if I see a doll with a knife coming at me. The first thing I'm going to do is punch it in his goddamn face. That I once brought a doll into the house that I bought from Goodwill. And he, he, <laughs> he was so mad. <laughs> I'm really like, mad about it. You don't bring cursed don't, dolls. Don't bring cursed dolls into the house. Oh, wait yeah. a second. Wait a second. Was that... I think I remember you showing me that doll. Yeah. When you guys were, yeah, okay, I remember that doll. Yeah, because I kept track of where it was, what was happening, what it was doing, on the off chance. Mm -hmm. You don't let your guard down around creepy dolls. I put it in the closet, and then eventually we left it in the garage, I think. Yeah. Along with that terrifying book written by that equally terrifying individual that didn't know how to write, right, Jonathan? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was a hard one. Uh... <laughs> Amy tried to read it for me, and then I, she I did. And did then, and then she got a headache. I'm sure because you probably got look. It's a headache causing situation. So, yep. So, Rick, do you believe that you could beat Chucky? Oh yeah, easily. Again, it it would just be a matter of just throwing him off, uh, like like a window or whatever, and you know, while setting him on fire, then taking all the pieces, separating them into bags, not letting them reconstitute. And then uh, burning them on acid. I know that sounds like an eerily clown. Honestly, that's overkill. Chucky can't reconstitute himself. Someone has to build the doll back. That's how crappy Chucky is. Mm. He can't even reconstitute himself. Yeah, but I don't want anybody to be able to build him back. I just want everything to just go away and disappear. And I'd be like, man, your soul's in limbo now, bro. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I, you could literally put most of his body down the garbage disposal and he can't do anything about it. Exactly. He literally couldn't do anything about it. Uh, Chucky, I'm going to say this out there, everyone. Chucky's a joke. 
All right? The original Chucky's a joke. I'm not afraid of him. And I don't even care that he put his soul in, like, ten different Chucky dolls. I will kill all ten different Chucky dolls. All right? Because if they get a weapon, I get a weapon. He has a kitchen knife, I can get a kitchen knife. Guess what? I'm bigger than you. My kitchen knife works better. So I do not Honestly, care. Honestly, I feel like I could take an innumerable amount of toddlers, and that's about the size. So yeah. I was like, a toddler with a knife still isn't anything to me, so... I'm punting him. I'm punting him so hard. It's going to be, I'm going to laugh. Chucky's going to show up in my face and be like, ha ha, your soul is mine. And I'm going to be too busy laughing that that's how he kills me because I'm just laughing at the fact that he really thinks he could take me. I'd just be laughing to death. Like literally like, dude, get the stab. I mean, this is it's such a joke. Let me help you out by giving you the kill. Because if not, I will just, I, I will literally murder the crap out of you. Now, Reboot Chucky can't take Reboot Chucky. Reboot Chucky controls electronics. I got too much electronics around my house. I'm dead. I can't take Reboot Chucky. I'll yeah, put that I, out there. I'm already dead. Uh, I can't take Reboot Chucky. He can, he can make my monitor explode right now, and those shards can kill me. Regular Chucky can't do that. I don't get why people don't like Reboot Chucky and like original Chucky. Original love, Chucky's I a love, joke. I love oh. Reboot Chucky way more. Oh, yeah. It was a good Chucky. movie. It was. Yeah. I'm just gonna say Worth that watching. Chucky for the win. Regular Chucky's a joke. That's it. That that is my stance, and I'm sticking with it. And if anyone out there doesn't like it, tell us on Instagram. Uh, leave a comment. <laughs> Let us know. I these results are a little boring. I think you guys tied. I gave Jaws to. I mean, it's both of you. But I guess John technically wins because a lot of you you guys had the similar. Hey hey. It doesn't matter who wins because they lose. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these are don't do the thing. Uh, that is a tagline from, what is it, Alien versus Predator, no matter who yeah. wins. We're, we lose, we're, so. Jonathan and I are going to write a, a horror film where the tagline is going to be, hey, don't do the obvious. Yeah, don't go into the house that smells like death. Don't <laughs> date someone that has a secret room where no one's allowed in. And especially you. You know what horror movie I know I'll die in? Uh, I'm just going to round it up in this one. Cabin in the Woods. Because Cabin in the Woods is literally <laughs> oh two God. people designed to kill you. Uh, <laughs> God damn. That, that's the one I can't win. Because anything I can think of, they're literally trying to counter me with it. So nice. um, it is luck that the people got away with, not skill. Uh, so you got to be lucky to win in Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, so. Well, that is our, that is our, what slashers could we beat? Now, we know we probably got more. We could probably do this for another two hours. Is that right, Rick? Uh, yeah, honestly. Easy. I kind of want to do this again, oh. except with more research or like. <laughs> <laughs> she wants us to die more. That's what she's trying to say out there. Yeah, I mean, I do. Like. Amy, Jonathan and I, we're unkillable. You know why? Because out of the sheer annoyed, annoyingness that we're going to produce to all these characters, they're going to themselves want to die. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, Freddy don't want in here. I'm, I'm ready for him. I'm, uh, that's the one person I am ready for. I've been training my whole life for Freddy. <laughs> oh, my God. I could somehow believe that. If you if everybody's seen this is the end, he's gonna end up like um uh uh, uh oh uh, Channing Tatum and this is the end. That's how Freddie's gonna end up in my mind. Who? 
Ooh, so I want everybody out there, if you've not seen this at the end, wait for the genitative cameo. You'll understand completely. That's in, in my it. mind. In my mind, he's gonna end up like Snake Eyes. No, no, Storm Shadow. And if you saw that train wreck of a movie, you'll know exactly what I'm saying. Well, you know, I'm glad you brought up that train wreck of a movie as we were talking about another what's probably going to be a train wreck of a movie, Resident Evil. Because mm. next week we're going to talk about our popcorn sexy movies. That's right. <laughs> Halloween movies that are not necessarily the best movies, but they're popcorn sexy. A good time to watch with popcorn, right? Uh, so I'm coining that term from Rick. I'm still using it. I love it. I've been telling everybody it. I'm spreading it. I want everybody out there listening to use popcorn sexy. Uh, and then tell people when they're like, you're gonna you love this movie, it's popcorn sexy. And when they say where it got that from, tell them it's the Cinemagic Podcast. Have them come and listen wherever you find com- uh, podcasts podcast at. Yes. <laughs> yep, yep, I think that is this. Uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe um, You know, to all those good things. Uh, uh, really do leave comments, it really does help us. And we really appreciate everyone who's listening every week on all our crazy Yeah, and I just want to say, because this seems to be something that comes up every so often we have a very specific very loving troll we appreciate the fact that you wish you could be a part of this podcast and we appreciate your support and your love namaste baby namaste Naomi, anything you want to say to the people out there since you're new since they haven't heard you before uh don't check out your instagram Somewhere. Yeah, check out my Instagram. I haven't updated in a while, but I am planning to start my comic again, the codependent comic, yeah, uh, underscore awesome between the words. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. about me and Jonathan and uh, our random adventures, <gasps> random things we do. <laughs> uh, and like, share, subscribe. <laughs> yeah, and if and if like facts, facts are facts. These people are the awesomest people to hang out with ever. So she is actually what you see is like awesomeness and truth so i absolutely <laughs> recommend this okay you don't understand freaking follow really, her instagram if you don't i am going to haunt your dreams i'm going to be your hellraiser all night long yeah they're all and true really, stories <laughs> and really if you do want to hit at what our next uh, project is do follow her instagram i have some great sketches of some of the things that we're doing there so should we know. continue our hints jonathan because we i, I think I, that's the hint follow follow amy's instagram tell but her i, I think we should also give our hints that are very hinty no i i i think the hint with the instagram is perfect for this week then we get that's on my All personal right. but i'll switch it to my co- uh, my codependent well still look at codependent this week mm-hmm. we'll we'll see that at instagram co underscore right. dependent uh check that codependent out codependent underscore comic oh sorry codependent underscore comic rick uh uh give them your hint yeah um, i know you want to do it give it to them i, I do want to give them a hint all right not, not feel the pressure i'm feeling pressure is it like a cup of coffee it's <laughs> I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go with that. Cup of coffee. <laughs> oh, there you go. Amy. Uh, Amy just gave you a hint, y'all. She dropped it for you. <laughs> That's I'm my favorite. Say, we're still getting. My hint is we're still getting a lot of good, um, good new views and good new uh, uh, places where our first two documentary, Boys School and uh, Betty Fioli, can be seen all around the world, and we're very proud of that. So go and watch those. Sure. Yep. Uh, uh, that's my hint because it's gonna be in a vein same genre i have to say mm. documentaries 
genre. Oh, whoops, I gave the hint. It's a documentary. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cat's out the bag. That's what our next one is. Uh, <laughs> next rock. It's out of the bag. Uh, uh, you know, uh, but that's what I said. That's my hint. Go and watch those other two. All right. All right. So, we'll see you next week on Cinemagic where we talk about popcorn sexy movies. Thanks, popcorn Amy. Popcorn sexy. Thanks, Thanks Amy. Thanks for letting me be here. You rock Bye. and roll. See you. <laughs> see you next week.